Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. This is going to be for the 1987 movie Forever, Forever Evil. Evil. I am Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And uh, and this is a movie that Matt has uh, has recommended. Let's say, let's call it recommended. <laughs> yes, uh, suggested. Uh, before we go any further, I just want to give a big thanks to uh, Media Crip for making me a copy of this movie because oh, nice. I had the tape in the slip forever, but the tape was busted for some reason; it would not play. Oh, that's he was, awesome! He was able to make me a copy, and uh, now I've got the nice slip and a nice copy of this great movie to watch. That is so fantastic! <laughs> so thanks, dude. Thank you so much. Wow. So I had definitely not seen this movie <laughs> since maybe 1992. Mm-hmm. So I was not really prepared for what for what we got. This movie has always been mm. special to me. I, I definitely saw it on USA Up All Night when I was a kid, um, staying up all night yes. while my parents slept sneaking, watching these movies I wasn't supposed to. And it always stuck in my head. I remembered... Uh, the zombie walking through the field and the baby and um, the magic man at the end. And that was all I remembered for years. And it wasn't until I was probably 17 or 18 that I finally actually figured out what the hell this movie was. And uh, Good job. I mean, because I have watched this twice now and I cannot figure out what the hell it is. <laughs> uh, but- I put a few more things together after watching it two days in a row. Um, but oh. generally, if you just watch this movie for the first time... You 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 lost. You're just yeah. like you're not so much lost, but you're just like, why? What are they talking about? Who are these characters? Why are they doing this? What is going on? And what? also, to a certain extent, I again, you know, like I enjoyed watching this movie. Let's let's put that out mm-hmm. there that this is fun and it's a stupid movie. And I it's an I, awful movie. I like fun awful movies. <laughs> Saying that. There's also a level of incompetence in this movie that is hilarious. Not just in the acting and all of these other things, just in basic, like... But there's also a Basic concepts (laughs) are, like, just missed by a long shot. (laughs) There's also a very commendable ambitiousness to this movie though uh, that it, is that is the one thing that i really took away from it is they, they tried they so tried hard. to do something different and big and important yeah and uh, and i mean in in the realm of bad movies they did and and for those of us who like bad movies mm-hmm. this is a great movie this is kind of a thing in that world that i'm super yeah. glad that i watched again yes and it's yeah, I so, mean, so you, I don't want to take anything away from no. them by saying that there are bad parts. You make a movie on $120,000 and try to make it like... And 99% a, of your actors, this is their right. only credit. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, you know, like when your screenwriter is one of the actors, you yeah. know, when you like all these kinds of things, this is a movie that a bunch of people made together like as buddies and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it like everybody knew each other. It's a cool, it's a cool little fun, it's very much like Evil Dead in the, in the idea that like it was a bunch of, you know, yep. idiots that made a movie together and it, you know, <laughs> this one just happened to not kind of turn out as well as Evil Dead. The movie also, you were saying you were researching this before too, uh, the movie also runs a whopping hour and 50 minutes. And there, there is a director's cut out there, a director's 10 minutes more than this. <laughs> At an hour and 50 minutes of this movie, oh. uh, so originally when the guy wrote all the different drafts of the screenplay, he was finally like, oh, there we go, we're done. It ran about three and a half hours, minute, minutes to pages. And he's like, whoa, we got to cut this down. And even cutting it down, an hour and 50 minutes for a movie of this kind of thing is just, no. It's insane. And there's also so much wasted scenes. Everything. The, this movie is like, it's like someone got a note that said, remake Evil Dead, and they were like, 
cool, but we've only got the cabin for like a day. <laughs> so, so remake Evil Dead in 20 minutes. So let's remake and Evil Dead in else. 10 minutes, <laughs> and then we'll go someplace else and talk about it for an hour and a half. <laughs> and that's what they do. They get like a bunch of people get killed, and then they're like, cool, let's go to this hospital and talk about all this stuff that happened over well, well, and sc- over and over again. Well, it's a novel idea, too. The screenwriter was saying that when he... Uh, he wasn't a big fan of slasher movies, and he was saying that they're all very derivative mm-hmm. and very all the same. So right. he went and saw Friday the 13th, and he was like, this is shit. And he's like, I can do better than this. And his his grand idea, which I think is really cool, actually. No, <laughs> it is. I it agree. Is, is, is what happens to the survivor after the horror movie. So that's where this movie kind of kicks off. We have the whole Evil Dead thing in the beginning. Um, yeah. And, and it pulls like a psycho, where it kills... Just like how the main character in Psycho right. dies right off the bat. You know, every main character that you meet in the first 15 minutes dies, yep. except one, and the survivor in the hospital. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, then, so Mark lives, and everything So it's kind of like, what does he do after being the lone survivor of a mass slaughter? Yeah. He goes and tries to figure out what, Absolutely. what killed everything. Yeah, nope. It's uh, a neat idea. It is a very cool idea. Do you want to, do we want to just dive into, sure. into this? All right, so we start out with our screenwriter. Yes. Playing a character named Brother Magus. And just right here, I want to say, I think the biggest waste of this whole movie is killing this guy off early. Yes. I feel like, and apparently in the original script, he didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't kill him off early. Like, he had a, an amulet that saved him or something. Yes. And apparently which, this scene was in the middle of the movie, too. <laughs> yes. Uh, they, I guess the producers <laughs> made a decision to start this movie off like this, which is so weird because Bad they, idea. It doesn't make any sense, really. Like, I want low rent Doctor Strange. Yes, super the- low rent Doctor Strange. <laughs> like, dude went to Spirit and bought a red robe, and, he, and he's like, "I'm a tarot reader." Uh, yeah, but but that said, like, so this movie's American, right? It is. It's shot in Texas. This yeah. movie is so Canadian. This movie is somehow the most Canadian American movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, I watched it, and the whole time, all I could think of was the movie uh, Final Sacrifice. The, that was a mystery science theater okay. um, and had the 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 main character Rousedower and this guy that the the two of them together could have made the greatest team. <laughs> I would have I would have killed to see the two of them in a buddy cop movie. But but this is also part of the runtime that doesn't make sense. Like so it's this kind of hillbilly woman who's like, I'm here to get my cars ran, get my peace of mind. And Brother Magus is all doing his tarot thing. Yep. And uh, this just goes on. Uh but at the same time, like in the end, we don't see Brother Magus or that. Well, the, they get killed apparently. But uh, like, but then, yeah. So this scene does come back into play, kind it, of. I but mean, it doesn't even need to be there at all. So it, anyway, basically, Brother Magus is reading the cards. He's fi- he's he's pulling up all the the baddies, all like the death, the doom, the gloom, and he's telling this lady like, okay, look, the cards are saying you're gonna die. Go go. Here's fifty bucks. Gas money. That was the best, <laughs> right? Gas money. She's like, but I paid you 20 bucks. And he threw 50 down to the girl. And she's like, that's nearly 50. Gas money. <laughs> Good he's, hope. He's so good. So he, uh, he starts packing. So the girl leaves. Yep. She gets... She gets she probably gets 25 outside. feet, and then what we now know to be the devil dog kills her. We just know that it's a growling presence. That well, kinda... was it the dog or was it Alfie? Alfie the zombie. They don't really. No, it that. was unless he was crawling. It was like the POV was like okay. it was like three yep. feet tall. So I, and it's definitely I it was it's definitely dog. Evil Dead POV style though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> going right up. And also, it was growling like a dog. Okay, I mean, and I mean, Alfie could growl. Could have been Who Alfie? knows? I don't know. Um, he could be crawling and growling. So she gets nabbed, Evil Dead style outside. Yep. Just uh, 
camera runs up quick. Uh, Magus is packing up his bags and everything inside. <laughs> and when all, all of a sudden this giant yep. wizard with cartoon <laughs> red glowing eyes pops through the door. And Brother Magus pulls out a gun and shoots him. And the wizard's all like, you know what power I have. Mm, and you yet you still use, use toys. toys. <laughs> yes. Yep. Sucks the gun out of his hand, puts it in his hand, makes magic, makes the gun disappear, and then starts shooting. Shooting him bolt, with lightning. Lightning bolts. And we never see him die. But we see that effect of the, oh, oh he falls backwards like yes. that. <laughs> we, know, we know from reading this dude's blog that uh, it burned a big hole in his chest, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that it was a, a big... Uh, like, uh, overhead projector light <laughs> stuck into his shirt, and they forgot to put the metal padding behind the light bulb oh, into his... So, so apparently his screaming face was actually him getting burnt by this <laughs> light bulb on his nip. <laughs> oh, um, poor and then guy. It, and then it went fades to black, and that's it. It fades... It fades to black, and then we go to the, the credit sequence, which is, like, straight-up Doom with no enemies. It's straight-up, like, if Bill Plimpton was just mailing it in, making a Doom level. Like, flat, straight walls, that colored pencil kind yep. of shaky art. Yeah. Uh, with the credits there. But this is what I mean. Like, and then we then we start meeting all the people going to the Evil Dead cabin there. So yes. this, whole, this whole beginning doesn't really... And from it's, that blog, we find out right. that this was a test from the movie studio. They were like, we need to know that you guys can make something scary... So they gave him, I don't know, like a thousand bucks or something and was like, make make a 10 minute yeah. scare thing. And then they liked it so much that they're like, we need to keep this in the movie. Well, I, the thing is, like from what they were saying, the effect was expensive enough that with a $120,000 budget, they didn't have any other effects in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, uh, we should probably, we got to <laughs> figure this. out a way. We can't, you know, we can't horn this character into the middle of the movie, so... Put it at the beginning. We get our little lightning effect. We get yep. our glowy eyes and smoke and all that stuff. I get it. I can see using it. It's yep. it's just... It's a it's, weird start. I feel like, for me, all the superfluous parts come later. Like, you get the you get this part. You get the, the Evil Dead cabin but, but part. They, they actually go back to Brother Magus's house. But it's yes. not for, like, another good hour. And at this point... I mean, I didn't even realize it until the second viewing that they were going to Magus's house. I just didn't even know. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't notice his handwriting on the side where he had written in crayon. Stuff for Leo. Stuff for Leo. <laughs> oh, is that the actual Necronomicon stuck yeah. in a box with the uh, stuff for Leo written in crayon on the side? Why, of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, <laughs> way ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um, but but again, what happens later to get even more ahead of ourselves again? We really do like you. You see all these scenes that are like Leo shows up and he goes, "Hey guys, let's talk about that thing that happened." And then they proceed to fucking talk about it for five minutes. And it's like, dude, we saw that. We it's saw cool. It. You could cut yeah. right after you say, "Let's talk yeah. about that thing." That would have been cool. You don't need to continue for five more minutes. And they they did that over and over again. Yes. And then the the witty repartee between the characters made me want to gouge my eyes out. <laughs> there were so many moments that were just like, and some of it just like, not only did it not hit, but then it would just like make zero sense. Like it was like somebody having some sort of like seizure or something while they were saying their lines. <laughs> it's like, it starts off with something and you're like, okay, I, I get how that's a setup for a joke. I can see where... He, oh, what what the fuck was that? <laughs> All these years and still nerves of Velveeta. Still nerves of Velveeta. <laughs> that, that, there you go. Um, oh, here. I wrote one I wrote down. Hold on. Let me see. What have okay, I got what here? What do you got? What do you got? Um, I've got, how do you stand this guy? Answer. <laughs> Oral, Oral sex. sex. <laughs> what, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I, I literally can't understand it. Uh, 
Yes, that's my brother. You want to buy him? <laughs> Are the batteries included? There what? you go. There's there's a there's quote. A Here's one that I wrote down. Uh, I think I'm going to change into something more comfortable. You sling a mean cliche. Rain makes me horny. How would you feel about moving to the Amazon, slut? <laughs> I don't know if you were reading off different pages <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> or, or when they're like, uh, hey, did you bring the whips and chains? I thought you brought the whips and chains. Aw, shucks. Aw, shucks. <laughs> okay. Hey, can you help me move? Yeah, give me a quarter. Here's your quarter. Grab my balls. What? <laughs> I, yeah, all of it. The point, the part this where... This is only the first like minute of the Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, the pizza's done. Uh, why don't you bring the pizza out to me? And some glasses and champagne. And, and some other stuff. And, and peel me some grapes. And peel me some grapes. These aren't jokes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> Fuck you. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> it's like, these are like conversations, like if some like hick was driving past you in his Trans Am and was shouting insults at you, and then you were responding and you're like, oh God, that was a really shitty fucking comeback. Uh, if I'd had like two seconds to think about that, that would have been cool. But nope. <laughs> Maybe he just wrote all that stuff down. Oh God. Okay, oh, that so was fun. It was. I'm sorry, everyone. So, yeah, so uh, we, get, so we have we, <laughs> recited the entire movie up to this so point. So we meet our friends. We meet Mark, our main character, and he's selling this house um, that's been in, what, his family for years? Sure, who cares? Yeah, uh, exactly. He's talking with the we real no estate idea. agent, and he's like, yeah, we're, we're selling the house because we're going to design our fucking grappling gun, and uh, we need all the money for our fucking grappling gun. <laughs> for our, like, Spider-Man <laughs> web Spider like, slinger. S- combination like Batman <laughs> grapple and Spider-Man web shooter. So we're just putting the house out in style. Have one more party before we sell it to build grappling guns. Um, and the, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I told you this was a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. so anyway, I don't even remember how the real estate agent leaves, but then his brother shows up. All I know up. is that that real estate agent had the most stilted, like when I heard him when I first watched it again. I'm a like, cocky agent. I just wanted to tell you that yeah. we have your apartment for sale. And we're, you know, it's like, it's so, so this guy, top. this guy is weird and evil, right? Like yeah. uh, anybody catching that this guy's I'm weird and evil? <laughs> not really a bad guy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, but um, so yeah. And that's another thing too. Like I didn't even realize that's another part getting way way ahead okay. all the way to the end we that real estate yeah. broker comes back but if you've just watched this for the first time you've only seen this real estate broker from a wide shot for all of like two minutes in the beginning of the movie and yeah. maybe in a, an eight by ten headshot in the back of a car in and, one scene and you're supposed to remember that this is like some kind of grand they're, they're, exactly especially because of the fact that those lines are so fucking boring yeah there's nothing like, that like, part is just it's the most dull as dishwater like they're just talking about selling a goddamn house. How are you supposed to get involved or invested yeah. in this? And then so the real estate agent leaves. Mark's talking to his girlfriend, and uh, Mark's girlfriend uh, is pregnant, and they don't know if they want to keep the baby or not. So then we have another another thrilling, boring conversation. Great conversation about- where it's like, so have you thought about it? Yes. Oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. Would you like me to talk to her? No, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's not your place. Yeah. To, you want me to, what? Get out of my face. What is that? So she doesn't know if she wants the baby or not. And then Mark's brother comes and Mark's brother and him go out in the dock. And, and it's just like, uh, she's pregnant. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Is it yours? Yes. <laughs> Oh, you know, birth control is only 99.5% effective. Unfortunately, you're in the 0.5%. Yes. 
and this just keeps going like this. Forever. Yeah, very, very this slow. This movie has boring. a giant problem with just chunks and chunks of boring, boring dialogue. Boring dialogue. And what's the worst part? The music is also terrible because yes. it, while this is going on, it sounds like it sounds like a porno with no sex. Is what this this yep. thing? It's like it's got that really like bad like sensitive sensual Major music in the background. Kind of yeah, like. Half. Like someone's phone. about to do yoga or yeah, like someone's fun, about no. to do like, like, it's really just, wow, why is this here? It's not eerie. It's not spooky. It's not, it's just like, it's just there. So luckily the brother's pregnancy conversation is halted when pizza's ready. Um, yes. Also, so, Mark dresses like Pugsley. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Every time I looked at him, I was like, yeah. fucking looks just like Pugsley. Okay, sorry. No more of that. So they go in for pizza and drinks and card games and uh, everybody else shows up. Yeah, we missed that. Yeah, we already quoted everybody else oh, showing yeah, up yeah. and saying the stupid shit. Um, and so one of the girls, uh, Mark's girlfriend, the pregnant girlfriend, goes, I'm going to go take a shower. And she leaves. Yes. Afterwards, some more thrilling dialogue. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. But Shelly's in there taking a shower. It's okay. We, we we showered in gym class together. I saw that in a movie once. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> she goes in, and then we just hear a scream. And as we come, we follow. This is where we find the, the kickoff to all the horrible shit in the movie. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Cat threw a golf ball Cat at us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the kickoff is that she screams... And we've got a <laughs> meep. Yes, and uh, and we run in to find out that she has had her stomach completely flayed open. The like baby is gone. What? Okay. They say where's the baby? I know, but also, come on, everybody. She was like, what? She, two months. She pregnant, had a flat maybe? stomach. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> she maybe two months pregnant. He didn't know. Is this guy a doctor? Is yeah. he like, please, come on. I also found it funny too, and maybe this was just a budgetary choice, um, but the shower was completely red. Yes. Red tiles everywhere. And it has blood splattered all over the wall too, but you can barely you can see, see it. it. You can only, I mean, it's there. Once you notice it, you can notice it, but it's yeah, not, it's I mean, not apparent. They didn't have a choice. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not probably like just they, like, what a weird shower though. And again, the guy that, the guy didn't like horror movies. Like he, yes, he, the director of this movie did not, he literally was like, I don't like horror movies. The director did not like horror movies. The screenwriter was like, I can do a horror movie better than Friday the 13th. So, I mean, (laughs) you you got those two forces together. Which he very much admits to being complete hubris later on as in in this blog. Which also is, if you have any interest in this movie, uh, where is it? It's uh, Stomp Tokyo. Something like that. Stomptokyo.com. I don't even know how the hell I found it. I was doing like a a Forever Evil director interview Google search, I think, is how I found it. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's worth reading. It's it's very interesting, especially for people who like uh, behind who are, the scenes things. Yeah, who are who are into the idea movies. of yep. making their own low yes. budget movies. It's a real like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a place I might have caught myself up on. Yep. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, she's she's dead, and they're all like, "What's she out dead. of the bathroom?" And they're just like, and "Where's the girl that said she was going Julie. to the bathroom?" Julie. Yes. Where's Julie? And then all of a sudden we start. We, for like a second, we go on a little paranoia a mission here. Room to room search, which was supposed to be like a big part of the movie, which yes. would have been cool. Yep. He had said that he wanted to do it like an old, uh, an old dark house movie, where they're they're trapped in a house and they're going on a room to room search and there's something killing people off. Yep. Awesome. That is so much better than what we got. But like, I would have been, I would have been all in for that for 45 minutes of the beginning, being yeah. like, oh shit, where is it? There's something. A point of if view we monster. Had, we would have Doesn't had hell matter. more than that and way less of the middle. Yeah. It would have been a much, much better movie. Um, 
But either way, yeah, they're like, well, how do you know she didn't do it? We haven't seen her. So they're going searching for Julie everywhere. Yep. They eventually end up, you know, and, and this is another part where the movie wastes time, though, man. We just go room to room with nothing happening. We're yes. just like, open up a door. And then they find Julie. And then they come back to the thing, and Julie's just hanging upside down yeah. with her throat slit. And it's like, okay, we found her. Uh and also, it was another. It was another. I love odd the guy's thing. reaction to when he sees her hanging from the ceiling. He's like, "We need to leave now." Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So, and also, it it brings up a plot point. It like it's a real major plot point that goes nowhere. Where he's like, "Where's the blood? This yeah. place should have been swimming in blood." Yep. Well, well, there's never anything about people being drained of blood that Nothing. never comes back. Nothing. You know. So they they throw this really like, "Oh my god!" And it's like, well. Does he drink blood? No, he doesn't. I wonder if that had anything to do with the spider baby creature that they excised. That Qua. was in the blog. Yeah, that was near the end of the blog. Oh, too. Okay. I didn't get that far. Apparently, he was showing some samples of the screenplay pages like that was in that blog. And one of them had, like, Mark was dreaming of the spider baby. And I wonder if the spider baby was the thing that drank that all the blood. That would have like, ruled. Yep, we got no spider baby. <laughs> well, okay. So, that's another thing that we kind of missed out a, on. I, uh, uh, there is a two-disc... DVD of this set with, with commentary, commentary from I the writer and director. I wish really I want to get it. that. It's not cheap. Yeah, I noticed that. It's yeah, out of print was, and it's cheapest print I found was like twenty five bucks. Oh yeah, that's actually cheaper than I found it. I probably, <laughs> I probably would have dropped twenty five on that. I don't even have twenty five dollars. Ah, well, <laughs> I mailed <laughs> too on. many tapes out to people. I'm gonna loan it to you so that you can get the t- <laughs> we can share it. <laughs> all right. Actually, I don't have it either. I just spent it all on LEDs for the store. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, so they, they get in an argument about leaving or whatnot, and that's when Mark's brother gets pulled into the, uh, the abyss. Mm. The door opens up yes. and something grabs, uh, his brother and pulls him in. And then it's just this kind of big tug of war against Again, more cartoon glowing red eyes. Again, it's, it's very confusing because I still think it's the dog. I'm still pretty convinced that what kills him is the dog. Because the the direction that he's pulled, where everyone's focus is, is down at the ground. It is. And you see the and, eyes on the ground, too. But you never see the dog when we actually see the dog right. with glowing red eyes at all. No, so, never. But it's referred to as the devil dog mm-hmm. in, like, all the articles. Yep. And there's all these little things. So I assume it's not Alfie killing them in this situation. Yes. But obviously the dog didn't fucking hang her from... <laughs> also, I have a hard time picturing that zombie hanging her from the I do too. too. He's not but, the most nimble. Yeah. That also speaks well of again, the idea again, of the, the this, spider this, baby. This movie being as ambitious as it is, it, there could have been multiple creatures, species that were written that we just never saw yeah. or they had ideas for. Yeah, because I mean, maybe they just wanted to keep it at one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, man, yep. for a full length movie. That is just like it. It's very difficult to make something for as a two hour full length movie, which should have been an hour and a half. Yes, but again, seventy seven minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I would have definitely said 77 on this movie. Yep. And then they could have probably crammed in the beasties and things that people wanted. But again, I feel like that's what happens when you're not a genre fan and you're making a low-budget movie. Yes. When it's like, eh, you know, I like could do this. You're not making a movie movie, dude. You're making a right. genre movie. Exactly. Right? And, and I think <laughs> or that like they... Or like you're not making a film. You're yes, making you're, a movie. You're making a... Yeah. <laughs> No one is supposed to see this movie more than once. It's not going to be discussed in, you know, in film classes. I watched it twice in two days. Me too. Oh, crap. I hurt. Yeah, so I guess <laughs> I guess it turns out that 
<laughs> it is disgust, and we did watch it twice. And we're horrible people. Yeah. What the hell are we doing with our lives? This. <laughs> um, okay. So, oh yeah, and uh, so let's make a long story short. Everybody, well, everybody, everybody gets killed, killed, but somebody gets evil deaded by a tree. One of the one of the That's remaining girls yes, gets an while, evil while dead. He, while the while the while the dogs pulling the guy in, she gets. Yep. The, a tree the, pulls wi- the wispiest tree branch, like like the a twig t- touches a twig her. Pretty much pulls and she's her like, in. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going into the woods. <laughs> there's you no know what? way she These could guys not suck. just I'm twist. hanging out with the twigs. She didn't know it didn't twist around her or anything. There's nope. no way she couldn't have just spun and got out of that. No. Nope. Who cares? Okay, so Mark stabs the growling animal. Like yep. so, he gets something. There's something growling at him, and he gets thrown out of that closet door with his leg yes. all torn up. Yep, and, and he closes runs. the door, then runs to his car. Uh, Robert's dead in the back seat. Yep. Uh, so I was okay. like, "Fuck! I can't drive in a car with a dead guy. I'm getting out of this car." Yes, <laughs> I can possibly drive with a dead guy in the car. I've seen like 17 corpses today, yep. but well, screw it. Uh, so then he runs out and he's attacked by Alfie. Alfie. Alfie is um, the the main big bad for yeah. Lack of he's the, he, he's a big six foot seven foot tall zombie. He's the he was the matriarch of this old family that it's explained or he was the patriarch of the old family that. Uh, this guy killed back in the old days. Again, we find out who Alfie was in the last with like three five minutes, minutes left yeah. into the movie. So it's like you can't even really yeah, care. I agree. Weird um, choices. Um, so yeah, yeah. So anyway, but he gets, Mark squishes out his eyeball, and that looks cool. <laughs> that was good. And I think Alfie looked cool. I think the makeup on him. I think Alfie. It's just like it's like a step above a good haunt. I loved I loved Alfie in the dark. Yeah. And I loved Alfie after he was burned. You didn't like him in the daytime? Daytime Alfie, the colors were wrong. I mean, yeah, they, it might just be my, my my nostalgia glasses because that yeah, was sure. like I was telling you when I was it's, trying to find this movie. I just had that image of this neon greenish kind of zombie walking in the daytime, but again, by himself through the woods. Like, well, it, I it always was, remember that as it's just my my stupid ex makeup artist thing mm-hmm. that clicks in my head. But it's like none of it was wet. You know, yep. like like a lot of the. I mean, he was supposed to be a dry zombie, He's a dry but, cup. but then don't Why make then don't make him like a pinkish red in all the parts that were flayed. So like all the parts that were missing from his head were like Roll kind of a pinky red. red. Yeah. yeah, it was like that's fresh blood. That's not kind of weird. Hmm. But you know, like make him dry and gray and Keeps eating you know chips. whitish. <laughs> oh, that's <scary. laughs> that cat. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. But he looked cool. I liked him, especially when he was when he was like cooked. Yeah, that looked that was great. that was a much better look for and him. Way ahead of he was so. very uh, he was very um, tar zombie. Yes, looking. You know that was a cool look. So uh, yeah, Mark gouges his eyes out, and Mark runs away. And uh, <laughs> Mark Mark gets to the highway. He gets to the road. He sees a car drive by, and he's like, "Yeah." I made it. Yeah. Fuck you. He flips <laughs> off the, the woods. He's like, ah, I escaped. And then yep. gets hit by a car um, that he somehow could not see coming, being on an abandoned road with nobody in sight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah both of them. I mean, the driver and him, and him. both. Like, I was just like, one of the two of them, like, you would have to hear that coming or see it coming. And I'm pretty this sure is, Mark was wearing, like, a yellow striped shirt that would have been... Yeah. He, again, he was Pugsley. dressed like Pugsley. <laughs> um, he was... That, that driver must have gone, oh, shit, that's Pugsley in the road. I should not hit him. <laughs> He's a famous cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay. That scene was omitted for running time. Um, so then uh, oh, I got some more quotes written down from when Mark oh, wakes up in the hospital. They were great. Uh, so we cut to Mark waking up in the hospital after this horrific... This is when, this is when he starts doing his Dave Coulier bits. Like, <laughs> All right. He's, he's just very agitated. And, and you know, yep. the, the nurse is like, hey, what is your name? Your full name. Oh, yeah. First, can you hear me? No. Oh. <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up? Twelve. <laughs> Who's the president? Who cares? <laughs> oh, well, that's God. my Mark's quotes in bed. They were, they were great. I don't. I can't do it justice. Well, it, I mean, it's like they're setups. And it's just like they took the worst, like they did a table read and they were like, yep. what's the worst thing that someone said in response to this setup? <laughs> Perfect. Take that. So Mark's, Mark's told that his leg's fucked up and he's, yep, everybody's dead and he's and here in the hospital. And well, no, he's not told. Or, he, oh, he's not nobody told. knows anything for some reason, which is another plot point that goes nowhere. It, it's intentionally dropped. They go out of their way to say, oh, yeah, we don't know anything about, uh, about anything that happened in a cabin. Yep. And, and then he's like, uh, and then it cuts to the cabin. And then they're, they're oh, investigators yeah, the going in. Yep. There's no reason. Like, th- that's something you drop if you're like, oh, no one ever found out that they died. It was all covered up or something. It's, it's just an abandoned plot thread. So where's my... I actually took notes this time, bro. They're good. Oh, yeah. We meet Leo in the Studebaker outside of the... Uh... <laughs> or or as he pronounces it, Studebaker. Studebaker. <laughs> he drives Mark... that piece of shit, Studebaker. Studebaker. <laughs> so we meet Leo. Leo's... Um, they're dragging all the bodies out of the camp after the accident there that happened. And uh, Leo talks to Peter the coroner, who we meet later on again. Yep. Um, but again, it's just like the same thing with the real estate broker. The conversation's so dry and drab, and the character's so unmemorable. Yep. But it wasn't until the second time watching it through, like, oh, yeah, that's the same coroner we met from before. Like, Yep. I saw him. I thought he was Roger Corman when he first came into the shot. <laughs> he came out, he was wearing the sunglasses. I was like, oh, shit, a cameo by Roger Corman. And then it turned out to be him. Um, so Leo's pretty cool though. Leo, yes, Leo I like him. He's a, he's like he's a good actor too. Definitely the best actor in this film. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's great. So he wants to. This was a, speaking of him uh, and this weird little section. We had this this section where we're introduced to this new mysterious woman as well. At the same time, we meet him. Oh the yes, the woman comes Reggie. up with the camera. Yep. yep. We see Reggie for the first time. Reggie's and, trying to get into the crime scene. She's and then a, she runs away when... Well, she says she's a reporter. Yeah. And she, the cop won't let her in. Then he's like, hey, Leo, Lieutenant, this girl says she's a reporter. He's like, oh, never mind. Leo looks badass. I'm out of here. Yeah, she's I guess like, that's it. I can't it. lie to him. I couldn't lie to that man. Yep. Look at how distinguished he is. Yes. So we're introduced to Reggie at that point. Uh, this is also what I was telling you earlier. This is where the movie kind of forgets it's a horror movie. Well, it just goes this is, into this, like, this fucking crime procedural mystery but it's also the so okay he goes in he meets the photographer they discuss what we just saw yes he goes in the photographer goes away he talks to the coroner they discuss That's what, what they we just, just saw. saw and i love the coroner is picking up the hand off the fireplace and putting it in the bag and the hand just totally <laughs> looks like a straight up yeah like halloween. halloween fucking prop hand <laughs> What do you got there? It's a man's hand. For a sure. hand. <laughs> a hand. Yeah. Uh, yep. But yeah, they talk about there. Um, and then, uh, and then we get uh, we get a cut to Mark in the hospital having a recap nightmare of what we just of what we saw. just saw. There, <laughs> and then uh, a woman gets a phone call. 
We cut to this, and it turns out to be Mark's doctor. And again. And they're trying to talk about, to, to Mark about, about what, what we just saw. <laughs> and again, this is where the fucking movie wastes so much time. It's like the phone's ringing, and Mark's doctor's like walking up the stairs. like. And then, then we and see. And then she sits on the a, bed, and she calls. Uh, she picks up the phone, and it's Leo. Leo's like, I need to talk to Mark about what happened. She's like, oh, he can't. He just had a horrible, horrible thing. And Yeah, okay, fine. And then Leo's just like, oh, shit, I heard a noise outside. Hold on. And then, and then we, have, we, we watch we, her we watch... on hold in real time. <laughs> Leo's going outside with a gun, just walking around slowly, finding nothing at all. And the whole time, we just keep and cutting back to cutting her going, back hey, to Leo? Her just looking at the phone Leo? or doing nothing. Are you there? I'm hanging up. In three... Two. Okay, I'm back. It's okay, like, what and the then hell? and then she just for no reason is like, well, you know, okay, I'm supposed I to protect. He... And she acquiesces pretty much instantly. I after guess we could talk to him. And then he's like, well, I gotta go talk to him about what we just <laughs> saw. <laughs> and then they sit down at a table, and, and guess talk. what they do? <laughs> they talk about <laughs> what, what we, we just saw. <laughs> Actually, Leo's got a pretty cool actually, story. To be thing. fair, though, I think my favorite part of that was the fact that they didn't really talk about what we just saw. That was a five-minute conversation establishing that they needed to have a conversation <laughs> yeah. about what we just saw. It was like literally five it was minutes a five of him conversation. convincing him, hey, you know, we should meet and have a conversation. You know, like we're having right now. Yeah. We should talk. You know, like we're doing right now, but do it later. Only we're doing it now. <laughs> and another giant fall flat fucking joke that I don't get why it's there. When, when, when they first get together to talk about what we just saw at the cafeteria, Leo is getting food. And, he's, and there's these two women there yeah. serving the food. And he goes up to him and he's like, what's that? And she's like, creamed potatoes. What's, what's that? that? Creamed Liver. onions. Liver. Creamed, why do they both look the same? I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, that's the joke. That's where a punchline, just for ev- for everybody who's listening, that's where a punchline goes. Yeah. If you're writing a joke, if you happen to be someone who writes jokes for a living, mm-hmm. that would be the place for a punchline as opposed to shrugging your shoulders and then <laughs> just sadly fading the scene out. But again, it there is no joke there. Why doesn't Leo just show up to the table with a damn tray? I mean, I guess it, is it to, because they comment on the weirdness of his food. Where he's like, are you sure this guy's not the boogeyman? Because he's eating Gross boogeyman food. food. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating boogie food. He's eating boogie food. Uh, but there's no point to that. There's no point to I, it. I want, there's I, so much of this movie that there was no point to. <laughs> I almost I almost want to go through this movie like like uh, like I did with Silent Night 2. And just snip Oof. all the flashbacks out. And, Ooh, then you, and then you watch it without the flashbacks. And you're like, oh, this is so much more enjoyable now. That uh, movie, I mean, I swear, there is a there is a cut of that movie that would be much more enjoyable, and it is probably seventy minutes long. Yep. And and I mean, again, it's it's just that it's the fact that all the jokes fall flat. Some of them literally are not jokes, and some of them have punchlines that might have belonged in other jokes and might have been read out of sequence. <laughs> and, I don't know. And so, and there's a couple scenes that you just don't even need. Uh, I'll get to one of those once we get to one of those. So, okay. Uh, we're ta- we're talking about the. Um, what we just saw at the <laughs> yes, and, and then Mark then Mark either gets released from the hospital or there's a library in the hospital where yep, he's, he's researching on a microfiche. microfiche. Machine. Uh, One of the two. Yep. Either way, we cut to Mark. Yep. Going through that machine, and uh, Reggie shows up. Yes, our mystery woman in her April O'Neil tribute suit, <laughs> <laughs> and he just happens at the <laughs> second she walks over, and he's like, "Well, who are you? I'm not a reporter." And then he clicks. 
and it ends on an article with her face prominently yep. displayed. And this is a cool idea, though. This she happens to I, be. I like this idea. Yeah, she happens to be another final survivor. Girl, yeah, another survival, uh, last yeah. victim of a horror. Yep. Know? And uh, so they basically end up teaming up to find out what yeah killed everybody of they, they, they don't yeah know. I mean and I can and, talk good and in the way that in the way that this movie kind of does where we keep rehashing these things over and over again yeah. you get this thing where they spend I think the next 20 minutes trying to agree that they're teaming up yeah when they've basically teamed up to begin with yep like the second they start hanging out they've teamed up yep and, they and just, then they keep talking they about keep it talking about teaming as up though, and walking <laughs> through the park motherfucker you are on a team up yeah. right now <laughs> if you are the human torch and you are spider-man and you are flying around the city talking you've about teamed it, you've up. teamed up it is too late <laughs> this is a team up yeah. <laughs> um so uh so yeah they're talking about teaming up walking through the park <laughs> Um, talking about their past history, oh, how, they, how are they got there. Oh, so chill about their traumas of seeing their oh, like yeah. their loved ones killed brutally in front of them by supernatural. She's like, forces. I must have gone to like five different haunted houses looking for this mystery. And he's like, Oh, what are you rich? He's like, Oh no, I got the inheritance from my fiance. And there. then she chuckles. Yeah, and she laughs. She's like, she <laughs> laughs. Yeah, I got the insurance from my dead fiance. Oh, it's my cool. God, uh, nuts. Um, so then- this is where we also first meet the devil dog. Yes. Actually, see the devil dog. Yep, which is the cutest damn so dog. Adorable. Which oozes no air no, of menace no, whatsoever. The, it could have been like a little taco. Go Bell watch dog. the omen. You'll, you'll see a that's, dog that's that a dog. oozes some menace. This this dog is like the cutest. Yeah, I want to pet this dog. Yeah, absolutely adorable. I want to like, throw a ball to this dog. It's like an it's like an Australian sheep dog. It's like just you can't fun. just you can't just show a cute dog and play a synth note and be like this dog's evil and. I don't think that they knew how to play minor keys. No, so they, no, so either. It was so probably it's still just got a really that major key look. yoga music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is where they pick up Leo. Yep. And he shows them a picture of Parker Nash, the realtor, the real estate agent. Again, and like, you're no, just... it couldn't possibly be this guy. That's he's just a real estate agent. And that's the most awkward thing too. Like in that car, really? we're just like, hey, isn't this your real estate broker? And he's like, it, it was a girl's truck. Uh, so Mark's like, why do you have a picture of my real estate broker? And he's like, Reggie. And she just doesn't say anything for like a good 20 seconds. And then the, the detective's like, hey, we don't need to fight about this. And it's like done. I think she might have skipped a line. I don't know. It's hard <laughs> she to just forgot the line. It's like, film's expensive. Fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> and, the, and so they're on their way. We find out later because they don't really establish it that this was the, the plan was to go to Brother Magus's house that we saw from the, from the beginning. And again, like I was saying, I... Didn't even put it together until this time watching the second time through and, that they were going to his house. And I don't think that that's what it was originally. Because all this dialogue is looped. Every, all of it is recorded after the Everything fact. is... It's not ADR. It's literally just a loop. It's like... It is... No... There is zero wild... What, wild do, you mean, what do you mean loop? Like, they went in and they erased the soundtrack. Like, any, any, any sound that was caught... Okay. Gone. Yeah. And then they recorded all, like, they dubbed it like it was a kung fu movie. Okay, so wouldn't that be ADR, though? I mean, I think of ADR as, like, just going in and, like, patching. Isn't that <laughs> isn't that where your dialogue replacement comes in? You know, <laughs> I'm graduate like a, of film school. I really should know this. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah, me too. I probably should have known some of that, too. But uh, whatever. <laughs> Listen, I don't even really remember how to run an Avid machine anymore. Yeah, yeah, so. Okay. But either way, yeah, this is this is the uh, looped ADR. Who cares? They they didn't record the dialogue yeah, on set none of it. at all. So any of this Everything stuff could be, over, yep. could be what you would call ADR. Yep. Any of it could be just like 
they could just change things on the fly. And so, they, and in the movie's defense, they did a pretty decent job. Yeah. I did not notice it until that I read that it was done. And then Ooh, in a, cup, then in a couple scenes, you did, I'm not very bright. I and thought I thought it was originally in Italian. Okay. When I started watching it, I yep. was like, oh, was this an Italian movie? Like, first five minutes of the movie. And then I was like, no, wait. No, this is all lining up. I'm so. just, I guess I'm not very observant. Like, it wasn't until after I read that they actually did that that I noticed a couple scenes oh, where it looked odd to me. But yeah, so they go to Brother Magus's house where we um, we find we find the cardboard box with crayon on it that has stuff the Necronomicon. for Leo, which makes no damn sense because Leo says we're going to my pal Magus's house. Yep, he said he's got some stuff for me, but Magus got killed by the wizard in the beginning of the movie before all this shit happened. When would he have called? Or unless this was like pre. Bah. But it's not pre-wizard, because he didn't know it's he was going to die or anything. It wasn't no. until that shit happened. So somehow, even though he gets banished to the netherworld, let's say, with that splashing. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that there was that, that ridiculous, <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, like a little card, like a yeah. self part cut out of him falling through a spiral. Oh, um, so, yeah, the timeline of this makes no sense. But this I could do, also be attributed to. I do to, love that part, though. Yes. This could also be attributed to the fact that that fortune teller scene was actually supposed to be. Right. Or they wanted that in the middle of the movie. Right. Maybe it made so much more sense like that. That would Or it could have just been yep. part of the giant cuts that they made that didn't work with it. Yeah. They probably just were like, eh, cold open. Let's get one of those. Whatever. Yep. So, so we find the stuff for Leo in the box contents are great. They're just like, oh, <sighs> the Necronomicon. Oh, the Nordic Guide to bringing back ancient gods of ye old. I don't yep. remember the titles. Yeah, it was uh, Lost Gods and <laughs> you yeah. and there was there was the fake uh, oh yeah, uh, well because one of them was C.D. Ward, so it was Charles Dexter Ward. That's a direct I don't know that. uh it was a it was a Lovecraft story. Okay. Um and Yog Kothag Kothag is obviously Yog Sothoth, which was a, a Lovecraft character. I don't know if at this point they didn't know. It's his know second cousin. That, uh, they said that it was his younger brother. That's right. <laughs> the younger brother of that Yog was, that was That was what he <laughs> said in this. Yog <laughs> I don't know if they were like, oh. Don't want to be sued by the Lovecraft estate? Exactly. Or? And then later everybody fi- figured out that all that stuff is public domain. Yeah. And they were like, oh, crap. <laughs> damn it. I could have used all the real stuff. Um, oh, fix the loop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so they find all this stuff. They find the... Uh, the Oh, actually, they're looking while they're pawing through the stuff. Another Leo hears a sound. Another fucking scene that is totally unnecessary. Why? Uh, so they find this box. They hear the sound, and then we spend another good five minutes with Leo walking around the house with his gun drawn, <clears throat> finding fuck all until then, he looks out the window and he sees the devil dog looking cute <laughs> as hell in the sun, just like chilling what, out, smiling. So what this reminds me of, I absolutely one hundred percent. This reminds me of that scene. From uh, from the Simpsons episode with Mel Gibson in it, when Homer's like, "Well, you got to put a dog in it, and you'll know that he's evil because he's looking shifty back and forth, <laughs> his eyes will dart back and forth." And it's like, that, I was like, "Oh, it's that dog from that Simpsons yes. episode." But once again, the dog doesn't look menacing at all. No, nope. um, they're like, "Hey, Leo!" Leo turns around uh, and, and then, then turns back to the window, and the dog's gone. And it's like, that's not even crazy. The dog could have scampered off. Like it's not. Yep. And then, so then so we go then back. So then Leo goes back. And I was watching this. As I was watching this a second time, I was watching it with an eye for what can we excise? What can oh we cut God. out of this movie to speed what it up? can't we? And this was one of them. Why didn't they just go there and be like, we're going to my, my friend Magus' house. He's out of town. He said he left me some books on the porch. 
They could have just got there, grabbed the books on the porch. We didn't need to go through the whole freaking house. Like, any of this shit. He left me the actual Necronomicon. <laughs> just sitting on the sitting porch. Sitting on the porch. <laughs> I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, I mean, it's the door was open and it was in a cardboard and, box. Oh, yeah. That, so that's why that's why I think it was mysterious was the door was open. Yep. But it's uh, like we didn't need any of that. We yeah. just said, like, Leo left me the shit on the porch. And then this is this is where we get an actual important piece of uh, of plot dropped is here, a, is this a dagger? which is the, the yeah the, there's a there's an I article. I guess it's important. Well, yeah, there's an article about a robbery and oh, they okay. stole the the dagger and they passed up two million dollars worth of jewels. But they took this but dagger. They took the dagger. And then whoever and, robbed this house and killed yes. everybody. Uh, he puts it together with nothing, though. He's yeah, like, and then look at this. This family got killed. I bet you anything they were killed with this dagger. <laughs> well. Was it even the same guy? With mm, the, I, I don't, don't even think they pointed that together. Well, to skip ahead, I just want you to know that all of the murders come together to make the evilest of all symbols. <laughs> the Pentagon. The Pentagon. <laughs> ah! He did say that, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the culmination of all evil in the world. Slinging a mean cliche. A, a pentagon. <laughs> Slinging a mean cliche with thumbtacks that make a pentagram on a map. <laughs> it was a... God, really? <laughs> Do you, you think how many people worked on that movie and none of them could have gone, by the way, <laughs> that's a pentagram. <laughs> oh, that cracked me that, up. I mean, honestly, that line... Was, that's why I was asking if you said that, because I thought I heard that, that too, and I was like, I couldn't have heard that right. That line <laughs> is worth the price of admission yes. for this movie alone. That is the, like, that's it. <laughs> the dreaded Pentagon to summon <laughs> demons. <laughs> it's, this is an anti-war movie, man. You don't, yeah. You're just not getting the no. subtleties. <laughs> uh, okay. So, okay, so we blah, find blah, out blah, about the dagger. We find out about this. Yep. Enter the most unnecessary scene of the entire movie. Yep. Uh, it cuts to this girl in bed talking to her friend on the phone. Just reading, to tell shitty jokes. Reading shitty jokes out of a magazine. She's like, oh. hey, did you hear the Russians put a man on Venus? The first penis on Venus. Like, what? Stop. And then she's like, and then this bear came and, and attacked this girl and yeah. raped her in a tent. And then two weeks later, they asked how she was, and she's like, how do you think I am? The bear never called me back. Insane. Insane. So so it's this girl we've never seen before talking to a character we've never heard of before. We don't even know who it is. And then she's like, oh, I hear something out the window. And she opens the window, and Leo's getting dropped off by Mark and Reggie. And that's how we know Leo got home. But we spent a good three, four minutes with this girl (laughs) talking on the phone who we never see again. Yep. We don't even know her name. What is she there for? She was there to tell those really <laughs> shitty jokes. What were they thinking? Those unbelievably terrible jokes. That was the entire purpose. Yeah, but yeah again, that was it. They <laughs> okay. They and also, jokes. speaking of things that I just wanted to slap the shit out of this mm-hmm. movie for, the next thing. So you know, Mark gets Reggie to come home with him. Yep. You know, to come in. They're like sitting, shooting the shit about their dead friends, and uh, and then this fucking troll, this troll-like man. Like, is like, yeah, when I met her, you know, she's not really, she wasn't really beautiful, but she knew knew how how to to use makeup. What a piece of shit. That is your dead wife. But then he said, I saw her without makeup and that was. And then I fell in love completely with her. Fuck you. What are you talking about? He first says, 
She wasn't the most beautiful girl, but she knew how to she wear makeup. She knew how to wear But then makeup. one night, she slept over, and when she woke up, I saw her without a stitch of makeup on, and I fell in love with her instantly. Like, the fuck? Yeah. Like, you're just <laughs> yeah, completely contradicting yourself. I, I you swear to God, like if bag. one of my friends had said that, I would have slapped them in the face. Yes. <laughs> like, straight up. <laughs> Best friend in the world, just like a backhand. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> Oh my god. Nah, my wife's nothing but uh, <laughs> but you she know she knows how to use makeup. <laughs> as long as she got that mascara, I guess it's okay. I guess it's fine. And then I saw her without it. And I, was like, and I fell in love with her. Even though she was hideous. Hideous. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so they talk about their Fucking dead spouses and they finally hit Yeah. <laughs> this guy looks like Pugsley <laughs> and he's talking about this beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Like gorgeous woman. Ah. Boo. Boo. <laughs> anyway, uh, they talk Boo about Mark. their dead spouses over over coffee yep. and then decide finally to really join forces, even though they've been joining forces this whole time. That they're really going to team But up this now. time, it's for real. Uh, Reggie recognizes the devil dog in the photo from when she saw it just earlier outside. Yep. And so she runs out into the darkness no, yep. and says, oh, this is the thing that's been killing people? Cool. I should go out and see it in, <laughs> at midnight. And, uh, yeah, look at fucking Chud. That's uh, another, that's another, uh, we forgot to say that. Before they went inside for the coffee, um, they, the they started walking to the yeah. house. And she's like, oh, shit, I forgot the priceless books in the car. So she goes back out to get the stuff for Leo <laughs> box. And that's when she sees the dog. She's just like, oh, hi, dog. dog. And it's adorable. And it's, it's adorable still. There. And then she just walks back into the house. Like, why didn't they just get out of the truck, grab that box, see the dog, then walk into the house? Why the go back, the forget the box, the see the... I swear There's to God. There's so many pointless, stupid scenes like that. It feels like they were padding the movie, but they couldn't possibly have been intentionally padding They already movie. cut the movie down from three and a half hours. It's like... So there's no need for padding. Uh, so bizarre. It's very weird. Um, this is when we learned... My, that- oh, mind, mind you, though, we haven't had one scare since yeah. the beginning. Since Mark woke up in the hospital, there hasn't been one, like... There's been like, oh, I heard a sound. I'm going to walk through a house. But there yep. hasn't been one jump scare. We haven't seen one zombie, one demon, yep. one, nothing. The, nothing the has closest, happened but talking. Closest we had was his was his nightmare. Yeah. And that was that was the end of it. And his nightmare was, was like that stuff an we hour ago. Yeah. yeah. So we still haven't had anything remotely <laughs> horrific for a good half an hour. I least. find this next scene horrific. This is where we learn that he's rich because his dad invented a plastic thing that keeps <laughs> helicopter plates from flying off. <laughs> So we play the rich game again. She she gets his. She, it's her turn yeah. to ask him. So, huh, so are you rich? Because his garage has an office built into it, and it doesn't. There's nothing to it that looks like rich. It's like a Spartan office with a typewriter. The more I watch this movie, the more I actually like talk about it out loud. The more it sounds like Birdemic, shock and terror. Yes, like this movie. Has has a distinct birdemic flavor to it. The, the longer we start, the longer we talk about it, it's like the, but the, yeah, the, the Pentagon is really their solar panels. And yes. <laughs> but that's the best. So it's like, yeah. So are you rich because you have an office in your garage? Uh, yeah, I am. My dad invented a little plastic gasket that keeps helicopter <laughs> propellers on. So like, of all the. Can you all the things a guy could invent. <laughs> it's a plastic gasket that holds helicopter propellers. Oh, but on. don't worry. He has his own sane invention that he's going to show her soon. And we don't even know the name of this plastic gasket if it was an invention. No. Like No, it doesn't matter. None of that. It's matters. not like it's the plexi disc or something like that. <sighs> he invented the heli gasket. Yep, whatever. Whatever it is, he invented that. It's just a piece of fucking rubber. Keeps a helicopter blade on. We're rich. Yeah. <laughs> 
So then she picks up. This it's not called a nut. Are you sure it's not just like, <laughs> like that thing in the middle? <laughs> you screw it on the top, and then then the blades don't fly. <laughs> he invented the washer. <laughs> Damn it! So, He's got to be rich. <laughs> so yeah, she picks up the um, the web slinger off the. Uh, oh my God. This is the best too. This is where this movie just veers off into. Also, it, it handles its ludicrousy with a straight face, though. Like, I swear to God, this thing. This thing that he invented mm-hmm. was a thing that was for sale in the superhero catalog in the early 80s. That thing that sold all the, like, Mego toys and yep, all the, like, yep, yep. Spider-Man things. Like, all these crappy things. All I back swear of the to God there was some sort of thing that looked just like that that was supposed to be a grappling hook in big air quotes. <laughs> I could be wrong. It could have just been a web shooter that shot, like, yep. darts or something. But, my God, it looks so similar. But she picks it up and he's like, ooh, careful with that. That's our masterpiece. My brother and I were designing this. It's the uh, personal, I don't know what he's a grapple yeah, whatever. system. And uh, he shoots at a log and it shoots a dart out and presses a button and it cranks it back in. And, he, and uh, it's to save uh, repellers, hikers, I guess. Yeah. Is the, the goal of this product here. That's, yep. That was, that was the idea was that if you were falling off a cliff, yep. you would shoot you it like Batman, Batman yourself back up. You'd Batman yourself right back up there. <laughs> um, it's, so there you go. Don't worry, that'll never come back. I mean, yes. what what is that? Some sort of weird plot in point all, that they're dropping? In all honesty, I'm surprised <laughs> that it does come back. <laughs> to be yeah. <laughs> With this movie, it could easily have just like just been, no, been a nothing. Just forget it. I invented this, but that just leave it behind. Um <laughs> Then they start firing off pistols in his garage with no ear protection. No ear protection at all. Leo is training Mark to use a gun. Meanwhile, nothing horror anything has happened. We're now yes. learn we're now learning how to use the gun. And uh talking about using a gun. Talking about guns. Great conversation. It's like, all right, let me shoot again. He's like, Oh, you gotta buy your own bullets. Okay. Don't worry, I'm rich. I invented the I'm rich. thing. I invented My dad the invented the helicasket. <laughs> um <laughs> So, uh, so they then somehow, somehow organically, not very, the conversation turns to quasars and how. Where does this magazine come from? Well, it's this is the magazine that talks about when quasars pulse. This bothered me because I started going rewinding and wondering if this woman reading the magazine in bed before the Leo scene oh, had ev- anything to do with this. Quasar everybody thing. reads this magazine. This yeah. is like, oh, this is like the People magazine of this reality. I was just like, is that why she was there to introduce this? But she wasn't reading that because she talked about the penis on Venus. Like, is it a planet? Is it, is there some connection there? And I <laughs> I determined that there was not. There is no point to that scene. Is Yog Kuf, whatever his name Cathog. is, Cathog, is he the Cathog. penis on Venus? <laughs> Who knows? Also, so, penis on Venus sounds like a Guar song. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we start talking about quasars, and he starts talking, and it's super undeveloped. He's just like, yeah, I've been looking, I've been reading this fucking Planet magazine that came out of nowhere, and right. there's quasars, and murders are coming with the electric pulse, but so, one pulse happened in 1962. So and that makes your theory wrong? What theory? You're talking about... It's, it's too bad, because it... And that's the other problem with this. Why do you throw the complication in? Yeah. The complication should have just gone away. That was so unnecessary, and... <clears throat> and, like, I actually really like the, the plot of this. Yes. I like the idea of this monster. When you find out why Nash monster. is doing this, and why is... Why does planet... I love this idea. Why so, does astrology come into play at <clears throat> all? The idea being that it's sending radio signals. Mm-hmm. So each time it sends, so this, so this Yog Sathoth, I'm just going to call it that. Sure. Uh, it, it's trapped in this quasar. 
Mm-hmm. And so it sends a, a radio signal with its thoughts to its cultists who are then each time it receives those thoughts, they go out and kill for it. And it you kill enough number of times. Gotcha. Then and you then then you have created a ritual that opens can bring up. So Yogg-Sothoth can come Sothoth. back. Sothoth. Yes. So his <laughs> Yogg-Sothoth's little brother can come down to Earth. <laughs> and the other thing is that it... It's literally another one of those like end times things. It's like one of those one of those problems that I have with like DC comics where it's like, all right, now we're going to blow up the world. You, you live on the world, dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't stop doing that. I'm so going to bring the destroyer of worlds. It's like, cool because I'm immortal. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah, float gonna on a fucking asteroid forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fun. That's not something you want to yeah. do. He's like, oh, Yugs, the thought's going to be so stoked that I did this for him. And it's like. <laughs> He's going to buy me pizza. <laughs> oh, well. Because I'm, okay. I'm old and I need more iron. <laughs> okay. That was part of the dialogue there, earlier. Yeah, there was earlier dialogue about needing iron. I'm cuter. And I'm older and I need more iron. Give me that last slice of pizza. Oh, and then we get, actually, we get one of the one of the only really cool parts of this movie. We get the we get the, the dream sequence. Are, are we, that, I don't, was that a dream? Oh, yeah, Did yeah. Did he wake up from that? Okay. Yeah, he woke up from that. That was so he he's so all out. of a sudden this movie just after forty five minutes remembers, hey, we're a horror movie. Yes, let's make a horror scene. And also, it's like if you hate horror movies, why did you go this far? You're like, you know, we didn't get like an arm chopped off. We didn't get like gouting blood. We went straight to somebody C-sectioning yep. themselves in a graveyard. And now this is this is such a classic scene and this is what has stuck in my memory probably since I was like 10 when watching this on USA up all night. Um, and this scene freaked me out. So he's walking through the graveyard and uh, for some reason he's researching something, right? Who cares? Yeah, who knows? Uh, he's dressed like a newsie. He's got like... Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna f- crack this quasar case. And uh, all the clouds just start rolling in. And the clouds are really cool. cool. The clouds look great. Uh, the whole sky just turns dark and we see his dead girlfriend there. And she's like, hey, Mark, I wanted to tell you. I'm keeping the baby. And, and I just feel like... you, Madonna. <laughs> and <laughs> It would have been so much more effective without that keeping the baby voice I felt too yeah I agree where she's like I decided Mark I'm keeping the baby and then went to the thing instead of because yeah. it's so deep and out of left field and stupid yeah. but anyway she reaches down and she rips open her stomach pulls out a baby and still in the placenta it. and everything and just drops, drops it, it on, on the, the ground. ground and <laughs> then we see the close up of the baby and it's a Jarvis baby it's like a yes. straight up yep. it's it's an it's alive Jarvis yes. baby. It's got sharp teeth and glowing <laughs> eyes and a big forehead, and it is a Jarvis baby. And it looks great. It it's, does. It's hokey. It's hokey. It's hokey. Doesn't move much, but it's again for this production, it yeah. looks fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, for for on this budget level, it's great. And again, that freaked me the hell out when I was a kid. Yeah. When I saw this, I was sneaking this movie in the middle of the night, and I I never forgot that scene. And it's creepy. I mean, yep. it really is. I mean, like. Uh, the second, the next scene you see it in is even creepier. Yes. Like when it's just kind of crawling there. in the fireplace. Yeah. That's super, that's actually really spooky looking. They did good with the baby. They definitely did good with the baby. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we get that and then we get Leo pulling then up to we, his house. Then here, another scene. He sits down at his desk. He walk, He reads in a thing. He starts going through his mail with the light off, first of all. Then he's like, oh shit, I should turn the light on if I'm going through papers. Click. Goes through some more mail. Opens up a letter. Starts reading, he's like, oh, when it feels like you're against you. Son of a bitch. But you don't know what he's 
talk. Then he starts writing. Yep. Uh, uh, then he. Th- you then see he, him then he, fill out an envelope in real puts, time. He puts the envelope down. He licks a stamp. You see he him sets do it that? on it. He starts writing an address. We can't even he barely read up, what he wrote. He walks out the door. He walks, he walks the down the street street. to the mailbox. <laughs> he puts the letter in the mailbox. <laughs> he turns, and then a creepy noise happens. And then he pulls a gun. And then we assume he gets killed. Yes. He takes. He takes. Oh no! Like, he does get killed. The lightning well, bolt yeah, hits yeah. a studi baker. He takes. He takes three pot shots. Yeah. At whatever it is. Yep. And, and then we get the. Yep. Poor um, studi baker. So that's the end of Leo, which is a shame because he is a great character. Yes. He's great. And uh, yeah, the studi baker gets hit by lightning but doesn't do anything. It apparently disappears. I but think they, it disappears. It does when the corner's there. He said officially he got mugged he and they stole his, car, stole his car. But you don't see the car disappear. You just see it get hit by a lightning and turn red and then turn back to normal again. Yeah. And, and then, okay. and you keep hearing the Janie's got a gun opening noise that whatever that thing is, the glass harmonica or whatever oh, that yep. thing is that makes that. Yeah. That, no, not that. The, oh. Yeah. That thing <laughs> all over the place. Uh, and then, uh, Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's a cool sound. And then Mark psychically knows that he's killed. Yeah, for some Mark reason. wakes up. He's like, Leo's in trouble. Oh, I love trouble. that. Part. Leo's in trouble. Mark, you're dreaming. Leo's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Go out, and uh, this is where we meet the coroner again, and we meet a new character that we don't even freaking need. Yep. That is a secretary to the coroner that also reads about Quasar magazines <laughs> in bed. Uh, I thought I thought it was his doctor at first, uh, the first time yeah. I was watching this, because it, it, she's similar hairstyle, and we also Dear she's boring, she's and we also boring. haven't seen her in forty five minutes. So I was like, why the hell is? Mark's doctor hanging out with the coroner at this crime scene. But it's not. It's a new character. I don't know her name. I don't care. And this is where um, we find out that the that all of the points lead to a pentagon. pentagon. <laughs> yes. So um, so that's great. So they're in this. So we cut to the new character we've just met, Mark and Reggie. And they're in Mark's rich office space in his garage. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we got the coordinates from the something or other. And she's putting all the... T- uh, thumbtacks in the map she's like yeah we got the coordinates from the police station and she's just putting them in so fast like it's just like jesus you're like a <laughs> she's a robot she's a robot how do you it's not like d4 like she's just boop 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 boop, boop. and then it's the biggest oh this movie slings a mean cliche here yeah <laughs> i said that already but i love that line yeah it's not she's bad like a mean cliche so it's just like oh look if you go like this it's a straight line and then the other girl's like, oh, look, you can also go like this and it's a straight line. <laughs> That's where we get our line. <laughs> but if you connect them all, you make the symbol of evil, the, the Pentagon. Most, the most, e- the collection of every evil, horrible <laughs> thing in the entire universe. A Pentagon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we get another baby hallucination. This is the second one. This That's is the, the fireplace, this is the fireplace that comes one. In. And then we get a zombie attack. So we've got, because uh, this is where we have... So they- how do they... This is a scene that kind of confused me. They were just like, wh- where is this house? What is it a house that so, Nash owns? That okay, yes. So, is, so we find out Nash is renting houses right. out to people with the intent of sending of Alfie killing, to kill the yes. family to appease yes. them. Okay. And so they rented one that was in the exact space where it needed to happen for this to occur. Okay. And so they were basically making a tempting target for him. 
Okay. And so they get all like tarted up like it's like Terminator 2. Yes. And they're like all wearing like they the full green camo jumpsuits, yes. <laughs> which is really funny that they're all wearing like, jumpsuits. What's at the army surplus store on the way to the bait house? And, you know, he's apparently super rich, but they can only afford a couple guns. Like yeah. nobody, like they've got one backup gun. He's got a shotgun. She's got two pistols. It's like, yep, guys. This is this is the fate of the world. Maybe maybe grab an extra gun. So that's what happens. They rent the house to lure Alfie and kill yep. Alfie. That's the plot here. That's the idea. Is hey, that this whole scene kind of they were like got me lost because he says something like um, right in his own backyard or something like he was that. like you saw what he could do, but that was when we weren't prepared for yes. him. And so now I'm gonna go after him and I'm gonna be prepared. Yep. And uh, and they were prepared. And she shoots him. She shoots Alfie. Yeah, in the I did, chest I did, once. I did like when they meet Alfie there. They, they're in the they're in the camp. It was good. They see the baby in the fireplace. Yep. thing. They're like, oh, it's like that's gone. Okay, dreamer. Oh no, she wakes him up. Then they see the, the light under the door. I love this line of dialogue. She's like, they, they hear this weird sound behind the door. The door lights lights, and she's like, oh my god, what's that? He's like, it's nothing. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's again. It's again this <laughs> this crisp dialogue. Yeah. And and I did like Alfie's reveal when he comes out here. So they so they they get all ready for the door and they're like one, two, and Alfie opens the door, not yes. them, and just grabs a shotgun. And he's like, "Fuck this gun!" And yeah. he starts wrecking them up. She starts shooting Alfie. Well, here's the here's the like Halloween problem that I had with this. Mm-hmm. They do that that cliche where she shoots him once in the chest. Yep. Not once in the head or six times and everywhere. Like, I'm going to stop for a second. And, and he stops. <laughs> and they're like, instead of like, cool, let's dismember him now because yes. we know that this is a zombie and it keeps coming back and it's killing. They, they do this like, if it happened twice, I'd go, okay, maybe they, you know what, they'll learn their lesson the third time. <laughs> but they do it three, four times. Yes. Yeah. They just leave him, assuming so he's dead. So they shoot it. They think he's dead. He comes back alive, and he starts... Uh, he throws Mark across the room, yep. and... Uh, oh, wait, no. That's later on. I'm yeah. No. No, he, sure throws, he, he throws Mark across the room. So Mark grabs a shotgun or gets it back uh, somehow. No, he's about to get killed. She grabs the axe. That's she right. Smacks, she smacks Alfie in the cool. back of the head. He, she cuts the, yeah, the, the back of his chunk. head off, and yeah. the, the whole back of his skull's gone. Yeah, that was cool looking. And and so she's like, well, he's definitely dead now. Yep. <laughs> but the, she actually kind of gets uh, she gets backed against the wall so that her her ranged weapon is kind of like her uh, her melee weapon is kind of axe that was chained inaccessible. to the fireplace. Yeah. So it's it's hard for her to actually take a swing. And then he jumps on on Alfie's back, drags him down, stabs him in the chest with a fire poker. Yep. And Alfie makes the saddest sound. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and then. Then he assumes that he's dead from a fire poker to yes. the chest. So here we have one of the most unorganic cuts. Who knows what happens here? They they leave. It turns to daylight. Yes. And we see Alfie walking Alfie in the field. Alfie somehow is out, like, knows where they are. Like, and they're we don't just know driving. Where, like, they where are they? Like, did they spend the night? Where, where the hell? Have just, they been driving all, all night? night? We don't know. It's and just Alfie like, just caught up to them? And then, and then she's, and they're like, oh, crap, it's this guy again. But it's just like, we have no idea how much time passed, yeah. where they are, how this happened. So they end up driving over him with the car and uh, then get out and set him on fire. And then leave him. And then leave him again. <laughs> like, take the head. There's no, there's <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no learning from their mistakes. You've gouged out his eye. You've shot him with the pistol. You've At shot this him point, with the handgun. You've cut off the back of his skull. He deserves him in the to chest. die. Like, you hit him with a car. You set him on fire. Yeah. 
Obviously, this dude's not stopping. Yeah. This is a Jason Voorhees situation where... It's like, well, we haven't tried fire yet. Well, that's probably good. Bye. Where you cut him up into yes. 50 pieces, put them into jars... And you and separate you... that shit so you don't get any Monster Squad Wolfman exactly. action going down. And then you bury all of the jars or encase them in concrete across the globe. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way. Yeah. So either way, so now we think we've got Alfie gone. Um, so they go to the hotel where they keep talking about taking down Nash and <clears throat> oh my god and then, okay so and here's, then we have the love scene well or, or, here's here's my favorite thing that happens yep. here uh it's so this is the dialogue you're talking suicide maybe I am would you stop talking, talking like, like the mighty, mighty Thor, Thor and make some sense <laughs> and as as someone who owns a comic shop I can tell you <laughs> that the majority of Thor comics are just about his multiple suicide attempts it's just it's, it's really a very sad comic <laughs> um, but apparently she associates suicide attempts with Mighty Thor yes I don't know why and I love the love conversation where she's like I love you Mark and she's you like, do I thought you do I thought you love me too I just, I've had so much stuff going on. There just hasn't been time. There hasn't been time for love. Hopefully I can in the future, maybe? Ugh, dear God. And then we have, we have the most nonsensical of, of the scenes, this which is, is he goes to take a shower, <laughs> and magically the zombie has appeared in the bathroom. So we, he, he's like, I gotta go take a shower. And then he comes back out with the mystical dagger stuck in his yeah. chest, and he's like, Run! And of course, Apparently, Alfie, the zombie's been hiding out here the whole time and runs faster than our truck. And uh, where, he, where did he get this dagger? The zombie never used this dagger before. He never attacked him ever with this dagger. Did he like? It's it's weird that he didn't attack him with the dagger when he was in the house. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He never did this before. So he's Who like, knows, he got man. up. He's like, he somehow put himself out. His clothes are only half burnt. He's like, oh shit, what I forgot was the dagger. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to Nash's office because and grab his dagger. That then. was the whole point. Too. Yes. Was like that they, he they was need supposed to kill to be him with his dagger with the... in terror to bring the yeah um whatever oh maybe they weren't in enough terror because they were prepared for him <laughs> there it is I love how we always find these like ways <laughs> to defend these movies when we're doing this um but uh we were talking about this way in the beginning of this cast uh, Alfie looks great here yes the, the burnt Alfie burnt Alfie rules yep the makeup awesome. effects look fantastic one of my favorite like my favorite zombie period is the Templar zombie. Love it. Like Night of the Seagulls, like the one that's just like a paper mache mask with dirt and crap on it with hollow eyes. What, what, what is this zombie? Uh, you know, like the Blind Dead movies? Okay, yep. Like any of those. Okay. Like the they're the, yeah, the yeah, Knights yeah. Templar yep, yep, yep. and the hoods. Okay. And, and it's like, it's the cheapest, shittiest way you can make a zombie. And it still looks the coolest. Mm-hmm. It's creepy as hell. VHS did that one little... Did you ever see any of the VHS the movies? anthology movie? Yeah. Yeah, I don't the recall. The VHS Virus, I think, was the mm-hmm. last one. And they did this thing that was oh, like was that the, the, the skateboarders that were fighting Templar zombies in Mexico. Okay, no, I didn't see that one. Holy crap. Good stuff. Brilliant. Um, and that's, like, I love that look. I just, like, yep. I've always loved that. And, like, Fulci's zombie is the same kind yep. of thing where it's just, like, it's basically paper mache. Yeah. You know, like, it's paper mache with dirt and worms. And it's like, man, that's creepy. Yep. Super creepy. But this Alfie looked great. You can yeah. see his teeth, his skull, and awesome. then he had some se- flesh draped over the skull. Uh, yeah. Looked great. Looked great. It was more of the uh, the Friday the 13th part five. Yes. Or zombie six. Jason. Zombie yep. Jason. So uh, here we go mm. with the uh, the grapple. 
Uh, so Mark's on the ground because he got stabbed. She's going to run. Alfie's coming out of her. And Mark's like, uh. Don't worry. I've got my web shooter. Shoots Alfie in the back. In press, the ass. Let's he, face it. Press, he shoots him, he in, shoots the him ass. in the ass. Presses a button. Drags the zombie back to him. Uh, where he pulls a dagger out of his chest. Yep. And starts. And then just starts stabbing him. Fucking Alfie up. We, we learn later that he's, yeah. he's busy hamstringing he him. He hamstringing him. He cut all his major muscles. Like, yep. It's like, finally. Okay. It's not quite dismembering, but you're on the right path, Mark. You're starting to <laughs> you're figure starting this to out. Get this. this is like, <laughs> oh my god! I just, uh, it took him, I'm gonna say, six attempts, like six attempts on his life. Yes. From this zombie coming back to finally go, I should do something about this. Yes. To like actually do something drastic. Yep. Um. It's, oh, yeah, and also, I love his cartoon dynamite that's clearly just, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. paper towel tubes with, like, and red that was his whole plan. <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, that was a mighty Thor. Grab yeah. your freaking toilet paper <laughs> dynamite and go to the real estate office. Oh, God, I, that was my favorite part of the Simonson run was when he had the dynamite and <laughs> Thor was like, I'm going to go kill myself at some realtor's <laughs> office. Oh, my God, it was great. <laughs> I think Beta Ray Bill was in that one. Yes, yes. That sounds about right. <laughs> Uh, so okay. cutting out a Reggie going to the real estate office. Now she's pretty much sure that he's dead because she's that he's sacrificed himself for for her. Yep. And but why would the, she just leave and not check him? Do we see her check him at all? Oh, no. She grabs him and pulls and brings Mark into the... Nope. Oh, that's after. That's, that's after. after. That's after. No, no, Dude, no. She, she just even, abandons she him. She just leaves the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she he pulled the zombie off her. He started stabbing. Did she even watch her? Nope. She's just like, whatever, you're gone. I'm going to go take care of this. What a twit. I know. That was, that's kind of a bummer. I didn't even think about that until now. Yeah, that was a, that's a weird move by her. Yep. Uh, okay. Poor, so, poor, poor game, Reggie. Yeah. Okay. Reggie goes into uh, Nash's office. Yep. With the gun. With the gun. And he's like, oh, what are you going to do? Shoot me? She's, She's like, like, I think I will. Yep. Boom. <laughs> Shoots it three times. And he's like, nice grouping. Which I thought was pretty funny. Yes. That was okay. Um, the bullets do nothing. Turns out he's bulletproof. He just leaves three little black. And then he forces her to sit down, like, with his mind powers. <laughs> they sit down, and they talk it out because he's bored, because he hasn't been able to talk to anybody about these things. So he gets all Bond villainy, and he's like, let me tell you my evil plan kind of stuff. Yes. And, uh, and then she learns the most amazing thing. Actually, probably the coolest scene in the whole movie. She throws the paperweight yes. at him. And, and again, when I was talking about seeing this as a kid, that's the other scene that stuck to me was the rock thrown at somebody that she it's, throws a rock. He stops it right in front of his face. Yeah. And the, spins it around his head a couple of times and shoots it back. At it's her. super cool. I don't know what that process is. I assume it's like rotoscoping or something it that they great. did. It's a, it's a crazy thing where like it reminded me of like old night flight videos. Like it's, it's a, it's a video process yes. that I've seen people do for, for mostly for music videos. And there's not like, that many, cool. there's not that many special effects in this movie at all. No, but that was and a that, cool one. It was, it was super weird looking, but that's why it was so cool. Yes. And again, trying to find this movie after all those years of seeing it when I was a kid, sneaking, watching it late. That was the only scenes I remember. Like, <laughs> there was the, the baby, the baby. zombie in the field, and the rock that spun around somebody's head and shot back. And, and yeah. that was great. Uh, so, but then. Yep. So, so, oh, I'm, and he's like, oh, by the way, I'm also, also, you can't kill me with paperweights. Yes. Which yeah. was actually also a very funny line. And that's a good line. There have been a couple of. 
Like they saved their good lines for the end. I think they mm-hmm. they actually got off a couple of lines that made me laugh right at the end. I don't know if the paperweight line was actually intended to be funny, I think but it was, it was funny. That so was, this is that where this is where Nash says that like uh, I uh, he tells her he was born in eighteen seventy six. He's like, yes, yeah. but when I killed the CV family in sixty seven, I stopped <laughs> aging. Like yep, and that's when I got Alfie. That's the patriarch I, of the family yep, there that does yep. my bidding. And then he's like, well, Alfie's. Uh, yeah, he says that Mark quartered him, uh, hamstrung him, yep. and killed him. And she's like, so, oh, I guess you got to do your dirty work now. He's like, nope, I replaced him. And, and that's when Mark comes out. Mark comes in. Now this. Okay, I don't get it. Hold on, everybody. So he's all zombified. Yep. He With was, the zombified voice. He's got, oh, he's got scary though. zombie voice. Mm-hmm. All these things. And he was pretending? That's what I can't. I don't know if he beat the spell. or No clue. But you can't pretend that voice it's right. so computer right. it's just like the, i'm keeping the baby like yep. it, and it sounds so fake and, and oh, modulated. don't preach yeah he's like master has warning what's the warning dangers yeah and he's like, like gotcha asshole bah! and he stabs nash with the dagger yes that and also in the scene uh i love how you can see the little seam on the dagger yes. like like it's totally like a party knife yeah like yeah plastic halloween <laughs> yeah i there were there were a few of those moments I, I don't understand why it's like, oh, you can't shoot him, but you can, like, he can, he can't see a knife coming even when you telegraph it, like, mm-hmm. 30 seconds ahead of time. I'm going to get you, you bastard, and I'm going to stab you in the neck in about two seconds. Yep. <laughs> you would have to have mental powers to stop me, but I'm going to do it. That's so, what? yeah, so all of a sudden Mark just says, gotcha, after he's been talking with a not human able to imitate zombie yeah. demon his, voice his eyes clear like he loses his contact lenses yeah. that are evil he clears up his demonness. he stabs him in the chest then he collapses on the ground and then reggie picks him up drags him outside chucks him like a hunk of meat I into mean, the back of her bronco learning nothing from alfie you know like oh alfie apparently they're like oh you know alfie can survive anything but yep. oh this master of evil but alfie guy. was also being controlled by nash so maybe she thought with nash dead he can't control him but so we never find out though if mark's actually dead or not did he just pass out is he dead why'd she take his body if he was dead she already abandoned him when he was still alive why the hell would she pick up his body when he died maybe she feels guilty <laughs> she's like this will make up for this will make up for no that. no reggie it no it really won't uh and Okay, the ending <laughs> again beautiful. is even more amazing. Okay, so so the phone starts <laughs> ringing, and it turns out that the elder god is calling him. The elder on. god is calling him. He's like, "You pitiful worm, you have failed me." <laughs> and then you hear Nash's voice here, leave a message after this tacky answering machine message. Yes. Beep. Oh, you worm, you have failed me. <laughs> and then we get that same kind of effect like Magus in the yeah. beginning. Ah, yeah, the cardboard cutout man falling. And then we get the best subtitle. Yes. Somewhere a man named Nash is screaming. It's... Okay. Roll credits. Roll credits. <laughs> I like it. It's a, it's a very, like, Clive Barker type line. Like, that's... I can imagine Clive Barker ending a, a short story with that line. You know? It's... I can see it. It's... Uh, maybe a short story maybe not a movie <laughs> not this movie certainly <laughs> uh, I just wow. I just kept expecting to be like <laughs> brother Magus is screaming too <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great post hey, credit hey check it out they're all screaming they're all screaming oh, look at that 
Somewhere somebody named something is screaming. <laughs> the three of them started screaming together and they released albums on <laughs> the Blue Notes. Oh, York Saghag sings the blues. Yeah, so. Kofag. Kofag. Yog Kofag. Yep, so there it is. That is that, forever evil. That's the movie. Um, yeah. I love it. <laughs> for I, all, for I also see it through for all of the I, negativity that we put out through this. Again, I also see it through the nostalgia glasses of being well, like this. This movie freaked me out when I was a kid. I still don't understand how I actually watched it all when I was a kid because I don't see how ADD little me could have made it through the middle of this movie. Yeah, but somehow I no did. Kidding. Um, I, yeah. it blows my mind because I definitely watched this entire thing sneaking up late at night on USA. I also wonder if they cut a hell of it out. For TV. Oh, absolutely. So they probably, I they might probably have, shredded. That's maybe how my attention span could have. They might have edited it down to a, a reasonable movie. Yes. USA Up All Night. You did the right thing. Yeah, you absolutely did. <laughs> Except for when you released Army of Darkness. Way to go, dicks. USA cut a whole bunch of that movie out. Oh. But they replaced it with a bunch of weird footage from uh, from Japan, which was kind of cool. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Um, I don't know what else there is to say other than if you if you do want to watch this movie, there is a pretty crummy uh, subtitled in Spanish version that I watched on YouTube. Yeah. And there so is, like I said earlier, that, watch there that. is that two disc DVD set out, that, which is pricey. which is out of print and kind of pricey, but it does have a commentary, which I really yeah, really want to really hear. Want to hear it? Now. Uh, I've read that it's good, and I've read that they don't hold anything back, and they kind of shit on their own. Oh yeah, thing when they want to like it's not like a one of those delusional people. They know they made a bad movie. They absolutely and I they mean, eat it. They they suck it up and they respect. And that's the uh, that's this whole like fourteen chapter little blog that he posted. That's also worth checking out. That's essentially him saying, "Wow, lot of hubris. Uh, we really fucked up. We made a really terrible movie." And here's how I did it. And here's why I did it. And here's the things that went wrong. And it's like. If you're a, an independent filmmaker, it might not be the worst thing to read because mm-hmm. it really does kind of like you can see some of those stumbling blocks that you're like, ah, I could really see myself doing that. Yep. And it's, you know, it because it is easy to go wrong in places you don't expect. Sh- and also some of those fucking jokes are just just need to a be A shame in this movie, too, is that the director hasn't done anything since. He hasn't directed another movie since this. He did no. one sci-fi spoof thing before yeah. uh, the Jet Benny show it was called. Yep. I have no interest in that. No, um, no, not at all. And yeah. but in in, in um, Mark tragically died in a car accident at 33, and no he kidding. he was actually in a handful of movies and was kind of climbing up there. Oh, yeah. that's too bad. He was actually pretty good. He, he wasn't bad at all. Uh, so, but other than Mark and uh, Leo was in one other movie. It's a genre one too. I think he was like Monster High or some shit like that. Ooh. It's not Monster High, but it was uh, uh, too bad. Oh, Student Bodies. Okay, yeah. that's where yeah. I got that confused. That movie rules. Don't add that. <laughs> okay, I won't. I won't <laughs> ask student bodies. Um, but other than Leo and Mark, um, nobody else in the whole cast was in like anything else. Yeah, they're all like just again. Yeah. So it's, solid effort from a group of nobodies. Of yeah, of of amateurs, of people yep. who were just kind of like out there to do it. Hey, buddy, you know, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah, exactly. Want to play a part in a movie? Yeah, and you get killed and by a cool. twig. <laughs> you get killed by a twig. <laughs> Sign me up. That sounds like fun. <laughs> And Holly was like his girlfriend or something at the time or some like or best friend. Oh, yep. Yep. In that like, blog. Yeah. They yeah. Were, the writer. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was the writer's best friend. And so that's kind of cool. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just it's it's one of those movies that gives you that kind of feel of just like, oh, cool. You yep. guys all hung out and had a blast and made a movie. And it's a mess, 
But the it's scope of the scope of it's so commendable what they tried to do. And like you said with the hubris there, they they realized like, yeah, we can do we can make a thinking man's horror movie. People don't usually want thinking man's horror movies like this. Also, this is not a thinking man's horror oh, movie. God, just, no. just in case you were you were worried that that was what you were going to get. Yep. No. <clears throat> that is not what you get here. It's got me thinking about hella gaskets. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's got me thinking about how much you could get for inventing a gasket that keeps the blades from flying off helicopters. <laughs> it was uh, always a problem before he invented that. <laughs> That's the other problem that they have. Is this literally like helicopters had been around for 50 years and the blades had just been going willy-nilly? <laughs> oh, God. Bless, bless his heart. Bless his heart. Well, thanks. I'm so glad that he invented that. Yes. And so. Alrighty. All right. Thanks, everybody. Peace. See ya. Peace.